Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, Welcome to a Wednesday. It is September 29th. This is the pre-show and it is a chilly one out there this morning. 67 degrees and I'm just like, where where do we live? What is this, Antarctica? Oh or my something? gosh. It is freezing. No, I'm just kidding. It is, uh, it is actually really beautiful this morning. Nice that some of the smoke has cleared up. Yesterday was just uh, like inhaling an ashtray. It was just so <laughs> smoky and, and nasty and I was worried last night when we were going out for our walk like I'm not going to be able to breathe. It's gonna, it smells. It was actually clearing out. It was a little bit breezy. It was pretty nice last night. A little chilly again Again, but uh, we we ended up going for a walk really late last night. It was fully dark out when we finally got out oh, there. Oh, was it really? Yeah. My daughter had a volleyball game last night. And so by the time we got home, made dinner, cleaned up, it was like, it, it was only like 7.15 or 7.30, but it was fully dark out. So we're like, well, we still got to go. So. I love the commitment. That's so awesome that you guys are doing that too. Yeah. I mean, we got to do something. The days get so busy. And, and I, if anything, it's more for my mental than my mm. physical health. I just feel like being outside, getting a chance to kind of talk about the day. That's really like the first solid conversation my husband and I have because we're all we're both running around everywhere so did, did your parents go on walks when you were a kid and did you have to join them on those walks no they did not they my mom had an exercise bike that she would ride <laughs> she would she would go on it was peloton back in the day uh-huh. and then my dad he would work out at work they had a gym so he would run on the treadmill at work and he would do his weights at work um so he would take his gym bag and then he'd come back all sweaty or he'd take a shower there 
and come back all fully showered. So yeah, that's that's what they did. When I was a kid, we had to walk to the bus stop every morning, and I, I you know it felt like it was a half mile. It was a long walk to the end of the neighborhood to get to the bus stop, and so I would do that every single day, twice a day in the morning, and then come home in the afternoon. And my parents, that's they would do that walk a lot. They would walk at night after dinner to the bus stop and back, and and we would have to go with them. I'm like, well, I don't, I just, I just did that twice today. I don't want to walk again to the bus stop. I got to do it again tomorrow morning. I, I dreaded going on walks as a kid. I make, I make my kids do it if they don't, if they don't do some sort of physical activity, they have to go on the walk with us. And <laughs> so, are they happy or are they dreading it? Um, I don't think they like it very much, <laughs> uh, especially Brooklyn. She really doesn't like it, so she's always like, I, I have practice. I, I'm going to go to open gym, like anything to avoid the walk. Sophie, she's okay with it, but she won't walk with us. She walks ahead of us and she listens to her music, so she just does her own thing. <laughs> she does her own thing. Yeah, she, she's up there on her own. Brooklyn, I got your back on that one. I was the same way. I, why am I doing this? She's like, I'd rather go to open gym for two hours and, and play volleyball than go on a 20-minute yeah. walk with you guys. Many other things I want to be doing right now than walking. How was your night last night? You know, we were talking yesterday on the show about, so where does, uh, how do you get Bob from Robert or like uh, Bill from William? How do you get names like that? Where did the expression... So let's spill the tea come from because that means you're, you're gossiping about someone talking about something because this morning I legit I, I straight up spilt my tea every morning. I make a, a nice tea before I come to the radio station. I, I like the hot tea on my throat in the morning and I made my tea go out in the garage, put it on a shelf, start to put other stuff in my car and knock the tea over tea everywhere. So I go inside, get paper towels as I'm wiping up the tea. I'm like, this has nothing to do with gossip. I spilled the tea. How, how did we get spill the tea means we're going to tell gossip about someone? That's a, I, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I, I think it probably stems from like two people drinking tea and then talking. Uh, Sitting around having yeah, afternoon tea, chit-chatting or something. Yeah, that's probably where it came from. But that's like, uh, that's funny because about a month or two ago, my daughter was making a bowl of cereal and she was putting milk in it and she spilled it. And I was like, don't cry over spilled milk. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she starts like pretend crying. She's like, why is that even a saying? I'm like, I, I have no idea. Maybe that's something we should do. We should act out these saying, don't cry over spilled milk. Let's oh, spill the tea. I spilled the milk. Oh. <laughs> that's the last thing I did was gossip when that, that tea was spilled this morning. I'm like, darn it. Yeah, especially if you're by yourself early in the morning. Who are you going to spill the tea with? Exactly. Maybe my wife was down there. I'd be like, did you hear this? But yeah, I was by myself. So no no gossip this morning. Oh, man. Well, hopefully we can spill the tea on some other things (laughs) coming up later on this morning. Let's kick off the show. Uh, Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Close to You by Maxi Priest? Here, Brick by Ben Folds Five. She's a brick and I'm drowning slowly off the coast and I'm headed nowhere. Or do you want to hear There You Go by Pink? There you go. Your choices. All you got to do is get your vote in here. You can vote on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. You can tweet us your vote at Mercedes in the AM, or you can text or call us 702-364-9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. It is possible that the 13-year-long Britney Spears conservatorship could end 
today. So there was a hearing scheduled to hear arguments on ending the conservatorship set up for January 28th. But TMZ says that that was moved up to today. So Brittany will not be present for the hearing, but Jamie and Lynn Spears will be on Zoom. TMZ says there's two likely scenarios. First, the judge could order another mental evaluation because that's what's triggered the conservatorship 13 years ago and maintained it for the years that followed. Now, that could take several months to complete if they go down that road. Another option, the judge could order a mediation where all the parties get together and come up with a plan on how to transition from the conservatorship. And TMZ said it's going to be explosive. Oh, boy. Here we go. It's starting up again. <laughs> get <know>. ready. <laughs> Hang on your seats. We might have some answers, though, after today. Yep. It's kind of uh, very interesting. Now, speaking of Britney Spears, next Monday night is Britney Spears night on Dancing with the Stars. Timing is interesting. Mel C is going to be dancing to this song. We know this much. You're thinking of your song, Mercedes. I'll come to that here in a second. Uh, Cody Rigsby is going to be dancing to this song. And then Olympian Suni Lee is going to be dancing to this song. Dancing with the Stars, and they say, "Hey, Mercedes, here uh, next week it's Britney night. What song you want to dance to? What are you giving us?" Well, I don't want to go upbeat. I want to go slow. I love the song "Every Time" by Britney. Do we have that one? I'm looking for it right now. Steph, you see it? Throw it in there. That as well. is that. I is one of my favorite Britney songs. It would make me so sad. And every time I would take a bath, I would pretend I was her. Wait, is she in a bathtub in that one? Oh, we yeah. Got, we got, hold on a second. Let me pull this down here. Every time I try to fly. She's sitting in the bath. The two times in the past 10 years I've taken baths. <laughs> I pretend I'm Brittany in the movie, in the video every time. And when she gets out of the bath, does she shower off to truly get clean afterwards? No, not that I saw, but I love this song. I think this is one of her most underrated songs. It is such a pretty ballad. I can't remember that one. Oh, I love this song. Oh. What's the one she did? Was it with Kesha that she did with her driving around in a Jeep? In the Iggy video? Azalea, Pretty Iggy. Girls. Yeah, Steph, you throw that one in there. All around the world, <laughs> Pretty Girls. That's what I would dance to. <laughs> I, I think you would do a fabulous job. Here's me coming out. Steph, could you put a dance together for me for this one? I already choreographed it for you, JC. <laughs> You're going to get a 40 out of 40 for your Dancing nice. with the Stars. <laughs> so that'll happen on Monday night with Dancing with the Stars. Let's talk about TV tonight. Um, we got a few fall premieres. ABC, their sitcom lineup of the Goldbergs. The new Wonder Years, Don Cheadle is doing the, uh, if you watch the original Wonder Years, they had the older voice kind of looking back on the childhood. Don Cheadle is that older voice looking back on the childhood from the, from the 60s. And then also the Connors is back. And then on CBS, it's the season finale of Big Brother. I know you love that show. Who's who's remaining in the house? Okay, so here's the deal. Like about three weeks ago, we just got so far behind that I never caught up. But you from, up. <laughs> from what I understand, it, it actually, I have no idea. But I think they're all members of the barbecue. No way. I think they're all members of the barbecue. I'm, I'm not sure if anybody has watched it. Uh, let us know because I I tapped out a couple of weeks ago and I just I, I fully intend to go back and, and catch up, but I haven't. Xavier is part of it. Um, Aja uh, and Derek looks like. Is Derek the um? Who's the boxer? Is that is that Derek? Derek's son. Yeah. Uh, or the boxer's son. Yeah. yeah. Derek Frazier. Yeah. 
Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, I, I, I have not been watching it. We watched Squid Game last night. <laughs> I got my husband to watch it, and now he's, <laughs> he's fully into it. <laughs> well, we'll have more Dirt coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour. And so right now, let's do this. This is the latest from Rob Thomas and Santana. It's called Move. Also, American authors are on the song. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1492. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to our show. It is 6 o'clock. It is Wednesday, September 29th. We're right on October's doorstep. And we just heard Alanis, Alanis October, October 2nd. Alanis will be here in town. Her concert is happening. I'm so excited. I'm going. <laughs> I was just listening to the song. I'm like, I'm going to see you in a few days. Woo! I, was just, I, I got a couple of Atlantis questions. But I'm glad you segued to that. So first off, yes, you're you are going to the show. How excited are you going? When's the last time you saw Atlantis? Um, I saw her when she was at the Palms. Um, oh, gosh. A couple years ago. Okay. Yeah, she was great then. I'm excited to see her now. Well, I'm drinking my tea. Uh, you saw because you saw the first go around. What, 95, 96, the first run? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen her several times. I'm just I, that was like, yeah, that was she was my girl <laughs> growing up. I just think about how uh, infatuated I was with her. In fact, I was talking to my mom last night and she's like, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, I'm going to Al- see Atlantis. And she's like, oh, your favorite. I was like, yep, that's my favorite. Mom knows. Now, OK, now, now the last song we played was ironic from Atlantis Morissette. And when songs play in the system, we get a timer that shows how long of an intro they have. For example, Hand in My Pocket has a nine second intro. So you start it, you get nine seconds to talk over it and do whatever. So ironic, I'm looking at it in the system, and it says it has 11 seconds. Something cool, I can play something over it, it's got 11 seconds, but I don't I, I, I don't think this is an 11-second intro. I think this is a cold intro, because she's making noises in the front of the song. So this is how the song starts. I don't think she'd be talking over this. Do you? I think you can... Hmm, I think you can donut it. Got it. So, start it again. Yeah, hold on. Mix 94.1. Mercedes here. She's going to be at the T-Mobile Arena this weekend. It's Alanis. Just talk in between the hi yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, that's good. Because this, this, this is what I did. As soon as it was playing, I'm like, this is this is, sounds awful. I, I, I did this. It went like this. And then I'm like this. Mix 94.1 is KMXB FM and HD1 Henderson, Las Vegas. Jingles and stuff playing. I'm like, oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of rough. That was kind of rough. As soon as the play, I'm like, that is not an 11 second intro. That is a two second intro on that song. Oh, yeah. that's I, I'm super excited about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then want to shout out this morning our Las Vegas Aces. They had a big playoff win last night, 96 to 90 against the Phoenix Mercury. That was super exciting. I watched part of that game. Did you check it out? Yeah, um, I was reading the highlights this morning. I didn't, I didn't watch any TV last night. Um, I actually watched a couple minutes of TV, but I didn't see the game. But anyway, yes, it was a huge win for them. They were down at one point. They yeah. went on like a 15-2 run, and a lot of uh, players from the Raiders were there. There's uh, 7,000 fans, so a great turnout for them. And then their next game is tomorrow night, game number two. So the ladies are on fire right now. Oh, man, it is so great to see. They are and they are having fun out there. It's just it's really cool. Um, keep it up. I am so excited for them. And it's just so great to to see them representing this city. I, I love 
I love what this team is doing for for our city and inspiring so many girls to get into sports. And it's just it's been so much fun to watch them. So, yeah, congrats, ladies. That was an awesome game last night. They can be the first professional team to win a championship in Las Vegas. Keep going the way they're going. I can see that happening. Don't want to, you know, just want to throw that out there. It's a little fact. It's just yeah. stats. It's just reading stats. Exactly. What we're doing. <laughs> Today's show. Woo! Lots going on here. The Dua Lipa. She's going to be in concert in March and we have your tickets at 825. Those are yours when you win Heads Up. This hour, it's Wednesday morning, so we have two truths and a lie. That happens at 630. Such a fun segment, but Two of us are telling the truth. One of us is telling a lie, and you got to figure out who's who's doing what. Well, at some point, we're going to have to stop playing this game. We're going to run out of stories. I last night, I'm like, what? What's my truth? What's my lie? Oh my god! I, I just I couldn't think of either. <laughs> well, maybe just put something in a bucket. We got to pull out something and try to convince each other. That's a I good idea. It's, it's yeah, we're getting to the end of this thing. And up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? The number one show on Netflix is on track to be the biggest show ever for the streaming service, where you can get some deals for National Coffee Day and flaming hot, but make it a sauce. That's all coming up next. And what's trending? Duncan Lawrence, Arcade is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Squid Game is trending this morning. This show is absolutely blowing up. It's the number one show on Netflix right now. It's a South Korean thriller, and it's the first South Korean TV show to hit the top spot on Netflix. And its success highlights the growing influence of K-drama on the global entertainment stage. So what is is it? Well, if you haven't seen it yet, it's a show about a Hunger Games-esque competition where contestants compete in very dangerous events for the opportunity to win more than $40 million in prizes. The co-CEO of Netflix said this week that Squid Game will definitely be their biggest non-English language show in the world. And the fact that it's been out for less than two weeks shows that there is a good chance that it will be Netflix's biggest show ever. I watched last night, like, the first 10 minutes of it. So that first episode, I got to the point where the, he made it to the to bet. He was betting on some horses, and then and then I turned it off. I need to go back to it. it what, what was getting me was the, um, you can turn off the closed captioning. Can you, can you not, the translation? Yeah. Okay, that I have to do that, because that was up there. But it was it's translated into English. So I'm, I'm listening to it, but then the stuff was up there. So I got to take the time to go back and turn that off, and then go back and give it some more time. You know what I we did? Because I just didn't like the, the dubbing. Uh-huh. I, I just don't like when it doesn't match up with the mouth. So we left the closed captioning on and put it back to Korean. So they're speaking. It, it was like when I watched Parasite, they were speaking in their language, but you were reading the subtitles. I just liked it better that way. I felt like hearing their real voices um, it just helped a lot. And then reading what was going on. But yeah, however you watch it, I was the same way as you the first time I watched it over the weekend. Uh-huh. Um, I got right around to that part. There was actually a, a part after that I got to and I was like, ah, this is boring. I'm done. And my daughter's like, come on, just just watch it. So I went back to it. And I feel like you have to get through that first 15, 20 minutes and then boom, it's like you're you're done. OK. And so we watched yeah, I, so I got my husband to watch it last night. He he was he had no interest in it at all, and then by the end of the episode, he's like, "Whoa, 
okay, we're we're in on this. So one. he jumped into it and outside of the first episode, he's he, a couple episodes, and he jumped in. No, no, he. I just started from the beginning oh, with him. I watched okay. it. I watched it all over with him again, <laughs> just because I was like, I think you're gonna like it. And he's like, I, you know, I don't like shows that they have dubbing on. I don't like it. And I'm like, just give it a try. And then he was all in. He loved it. Okay, this is great to know. So give it a good solid of 15, 20 minutes because there are other shows that you have to give it a couple episodes. I feel like Yellowstone, you have to give it a season for like it really kicks in. So this one, give it 15, 20 minutes and then you're going to start, it's going to start grabbing you a little bit. Just commit to the episode. I'm pretty sure if you commit to the episode, you'll, you'll be fine. Steph, did you, did you watch it yet? Uh, no, I'm kind of nervous to watch it. I don't really like killings and stuff like that. It, I, I feel like I, I'm i dying with them. Yeah, it's... Ooh, then, yeah, you probably don't want to watch it. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I got a little deaf. But no, seriously, even just like commercials or stuff like that, where it feels like you're about to get... It's about to happen. I, I can't do it. But maybe I will give it a shot and see how well I do. And then I'll kind of gauge it from there yeah it's i mean i i don't particularly like the violence myself that was why i didn't really that's why i stopped watching the first episode but then everyone's talking about it and i'm like you know what i need to watch this and it was it was over my daughter finished the whole season in a day her friends th- that's all they talk about i was walking by the office and she was on the phone with them and i i could only hear her side of it she's like oh my gosh and then uh, that's all they talk about a squid game right now it's huge i was trying to explain it to my wife before we started it uh because she she doesn't have a show she's like i don't have a show i'm like oh look, there's a squid game show mercedes has been raving about she's like, what's it about i'm trying to explain it and i go it's like hunger games and she goes oh <laughs> <laughs> let's let's put it on i'm in let's, let's check it out so we'll go back to it tonight and give it some more time yeah that's definitely trending this morning also trending this morning is national coffee day today is national coffee day and there are a bunch of deals that you may want to check out from some of the major chain starbucks they're celebrating their 50th anniversary and if you bring in a clean empty reusable cup up to 20 ounces you're going to get a free cup of pike place roast brew coffee for free at participating locations at duncan you need to be a member of the dd perks loyalty program and you'll get a free medium hot or iced coffee with any purchase the offer is also good for new members who sign up on the duncan app or on their website there are numerous other offers mcdonald's panera 7-eleven crispy cream and more so you may want to check with them uh, this morning as you're getting your morning cup of coffee. Just got a text here. What's the show called? Again, it's Squid Game. S-Q-U-I-D game. And they explain at the beginning why it's called Squid Game. At first I was like, what? What is this? But Have your daughters played that game outside yet? I, they've never I, they never heard of that game. But they, they played Red Light, Green Light. And that, oh, you didn't get to that part. You told me about it though. <laughs> oh boy. Red Light. Now, when, <laughs> last night after we watched, I kept going to my husband. Red Light, Green Light. And he was just like, ooh, stop saying that. It was freaky. Um, also trending this morning is office life. So a new survey out says 70% of employees are out of practice for office life. More than 50% of employees have returned to working full time. And about 55% say that they're more productive in an office setting. But going back to work is hard. And 35% of employees said that they were no longer used to socializing in the workplace and spending all day with other people. 
I can completely relate to that. It's so weird when people start coming back and you're like, huh? Conversations? I'm used to just being here by myself. Some people say they want the best of both worlds, though. More than 40% are looking for a flexible schedule and the ability to work from home part-time. My mind kind of forgets about the pandemic because we've been back at the office and, and out and about and doing stuff. And then when you bump into someone who you realize you haven't seen since prior to the pandemic, I was in that situation, bumped into some old friends yesterday out and about. And they're like, oh my gosh, how have you been? I'm like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, wait, yes, we haven't seen each other in, in a year and a half. How have you guys been? I kind of forget that we're all under lockdown and we were separated from so many friends and family for so long. And when you see them, it's a, it's a fun thing to see people. Yeah, it's it's nice that things are kind of, I mean, more people are doing things, trying to do it safely, obviously, with the different rules in place. But it is definitely nice to see some of those faces even if you're just seeing their eyes, <laughs> even if they're wearing a mask. Well, my buddy, he pulled down his mask to show me he grew this really, he grew a long goatee and it's all gray. I'm like, whoa, when did you start that? He's like, during the pandemic. It that, looks good. Last night at my daughter's uh, game, they were playing a team and I knew the coach of the other team. She's one of our coworkers' moms. And I went up to her after the game. I'm like, hey, good game. How are you? And she's like, fine. And then I kind of pulled down my mask. She's like, oh, hi. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, Flamin' Hot is trending. Would you be interested in sauces that are inspired by snacks like Doritos or Cheetos? Well, there's a rumor going around that Flamin' Hot Cheetos, Flamin' Hot Doritos, and Spice, Spicy Nacho Doritos might get their own sauces. There's not much to go on other than images that have popped up online. It's unclear where those images came from, but the response so far has been almost entirely positive. I I remember when they sold Taco Bell sauce in a bottle at the grocery store. They probably still have it. The first time I saw that, I was like, I bought every bottle on the shelf because I love the Taco Bell <laughs> sauce. And that was like the greatest thing. So I think this would be a, a really good idea. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the hot sauces. And if you give us flaming Hot Cheetos sauce, I'm, I'm so there for this. Sounds good to me. And that's what's trending. Coming up here, we got two truths and one lie. Are you, you're set for the Mercedes. It is a stressful thing coming into the show. you got to think of something that we've never told each other, let alone uh, you guys before. Yeah, and you know, I was thinking about that. We can we can do stuff we've told each other. We just got to make sure we don't call each other out because we're, we're, we're playing like we're against each other. I know. we got to play like we're a team here. We're, we're, we're trying to convince you guys. We can't. We don't have to convince each other. But regardless, yeah, we have our truths. We have our lies. We don't know which one we're going to tell you until we go on the air. So stick around. And if you want to check out maybe some of our nonverbal cues, you can go on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning, and watch as we live stream Two Truths and One Lie. It's coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. That's the latest from Ed Sheeran. It's called Shivers on Mix 94.1. The game is two truths and a lie. It's true. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard of yeah it. because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Every morning, or Wednesday morning at 6.30, we play. It's 6, it's 6.35. We're a little You're late. You're liar. <laughs> I got Busted. <laughs> we play this game, and it is where we tell you two truths and one lie. Who's lying to you? You guys got to try to figure that out. We're live streaming on Facebook right now. If you want to check that out, maybe get a little facial cues on who's telling the truth and who's lying. We don't know until we look at our little piece of paper. So everybody got their piece of paper ready to go? Okay. Who is telling the truth and who is lying this morning? Um, 702-364-9400 is our number. Anybody want to volunteer to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. 
Um, I think part of the story you may know. Um, the second half, I don't think you know. But I was in Las Vegas. I was a traffic reporter for a, a, a quick minute here. So this would have been 1997 or 1998. So right now we have our own in-house traffic reporter, Kendra. She's awesome. But, but back in the day, you would go to a, a building by the airport, and you would do traffic in the morning and the afternoon. You would do multiple stations. So I did it for about two weeks here in Las Vegas. And I, I did our station. I did a couple other stations in our company at the time. I did some other rock stations here in town. And, and, and it was fun, but it was also, it was also very stressful, too, because you got to finish one station by, like, 5.05, and be on your next station by 5.06. And this other station, the DJ, I remember his name was The War. Warrior. He did afternoons on a rock station here in town, and he loved to talk. So he'd be on with the Warrior, and he'd be talking to you, and like you have to wrap things up and do your other station. So I was a traffic reporter for about, I think I did it for about two weeks. But when I was in D.C., I was also a traffic reporter for like two days. When I went to D.C., the morning show I was going to work with, Billy Bush, they let him go. So we didn't have a morning show. So I was just kind of hanging out at the radio station for a couple months, and uh, our boss was like, do you want to do traffic? Because they did it all day long in D.C. I'm like, Yeah. So I, I did it middays, and um, it was bad. I was getting street names wrong. I didn't know the towns. <laughs> it was rough. So I did it for two days, and her boss is like, hey, uh, I think Je- her name was Jenny Chase. I think Jenny's going to start doing traffic. Are you good with that? I'm like, yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> now, did they have you stop it because you were bad, or was it that you just weren't really into it? I feel like the way he presented it was they already had a different solution in place. Like, if I would have said, no, I want to do it, they would have been like, no, we think Jenny's going to do it because okay. Mercedes, it was rough. I mean, I'm butchering towns. I thought the system updated itself automatically. Uh, it didn't. So I'm literally talking about accidents that had happened that morning in D.C. And this is D.C. where traffic is. It's a big thing. And like I said, they, they do it every hour throughout the day. So I bombed in D.C. And so I, w- I guess I wasn't fired from doing traffic, but they just had someone else step in and do it. <laughs> you were asked Aww. to step aside. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's, do, let's do something that fits you a little bit more, J.C. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy doing traffic. you got to stay on top of things. And back in the 90s when I did it, you had to call like a number to get accident reports. We didn't have you know streaming and stuff. It was hard. Well, let me ask you a question about yes. this. Because um, I, if I remember correctly, wasn't, the, wasn't our traffic reporter in a helicopter or an airplane? Did you ever go up in the airplane? No, no. They did have someone. They had one person in the airplane, if I have this correct, that was doing, like, um, they were the one getting the reports and sending it back down. So Debbie Hall was our traffic reporter back in the day for, for Mix. And then who was the lady that did our news back in the day? Diana, Diana Kane or something like yes, that? Yes. It was Diana Kane that got me the job doing traffic. And so I did it in the afternoon because I was still working with you guys in the morning. Okay. Interesting. Huh. All righty. I JC mean, the traffic reporter. It, it it could happen. True. It could happen. We got to remember we're we're, we're for each other. We're, we're for not each other. Each we other all here. believe each other. Okay, okay. Mercedes. It's to your point though. So it was we the traffic center was down at the executive terminal at McCarran Airport. Yes, I do remember that. That that is the truth. <laughs> it may not be JC's truth. Okay. Cool. Uh, second up, who wants to go? You or me, Steph? Uh, I'll go. Okay. So back in April of 2018, uh, Janet Jackson, the Janet Jackson had a kind of like a video out saying, hey, if you guys want to audition for our new, I guess she hasn't done like open call audition for 10 years. So there was this, like, this big thing like, hey, you know, tag your video or tag your freestyle. It was like hashtag dance with Jay. And then she also, also had open call audition. 
like auditions at a studio in LA to go on tour with her for like her um, state of the world tour. So my friends and I were like, let's just do it for fun. You know, let's go down to the LA studio and let's just, you know, audition. So I remember going and I remember going with my friends, Justin and Eric, and we went there and there was over 1500 dancers auditioning for this. And I remember getting there like at 6am. Um, and we were there till about, gosh, 4pm. It was a long day. But it I got to the point where we you do your cuts and stuff. And I got to the point where we got to audition in front of Janet, but it was only virtual. So she wasn't physically there. She was like over. This was before Zoom. So I was able to dance in front of Janet Jackson, even though I didn't make it. I still auditioned in front of her virtually. It was really cool. Did she, you, did she see you? Could she, you see her? Yeah, I could see her. It was like a live feed. You danced in front of Janet Jackson? I danced in front of Janet Jackson. Holy cow. <laughs> what kind of what do, song did you dance to? I danced to her song Feedback. Feedback by Janet Jackson. Uh, do you remember any of the moves? Um, I think I I think I can remember some of the moves. Yeah, do I I don't know if we have it in the system. I'm for it. Hold on. Feedback? Feedback, yeah. Feedback. Did she feedback. say anything? Did she give you feedback? No, she gave me no feedback. She said cut. <laughs> that was my feedback. Bye. bye. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. I do we have it? Yeah, uh, the hook of it. Oh, the hook. Oh my god. Should I try it? Yeah. Ah, okay. Let me add take up my headphones and we might have to restart it, okay? Okay. Re- restart. Ready? Three, two. you want to stream on Facebook. You just missed out on the cutest performance (laughs) ever from Steph dancing to feedback on the live stream. That was awesome, Steph. Kind of remember it. It It's been a long time since I've done it, but I remember doing it over and over again. And over again, excuse me. Now, if you're lying Woo. and you just made that up on the spot, I'm impressed. <laughs> Same here. I'm I'm, impressed. I'm, I'm, but then I'm thinking, okay, maybe she just had that dance down for another routine. This is true. This is true. But the, to, she's good like too, that. Yeah. She's good like that. To dance in front of Janet Jackson, virtual was, or not, that's pretty intense. It was really cool. And then her choreographer, Gil, amazing choreographer. All of her dancers were there, but didn't make it, but I saw it as like a fun learning opportunity. Oh my gosh, you guys, <laughs> your, your stories are great. Uh, Gil the choreographer. Gil Dildalau. I forgot how to pronounce his last name, but that real, that's true. He's a, he's a main choreographer. We've got dancer for Janet Jackson. We've got uh, world's famous traffic reporter. <laughs> Not dancer, just audition for. <laughs> and then we have my story. Which is about getting kicked out of a school fair. What? (laughs) (laughs) Sort of. Okay, so here's my story. Um, My elementary school was having, every year they had this this fair and it was just like, you know, your typical games and... and, there was they had like mini carnival rides. They weren't like the big ones, but like they had like this roller coaster that went ooh, and it was just this little thing where they had auctions and prizes and whatever. And one of the things that they had at my school fair was a cakewalk. Do you guys remember a ca- the cakewalks? Yes. No. What's a cakewalk? So it's basic. It's kind of like musical chairs, but for cakes. So there was they would set up a circle with numbers on them, uh-huh. and you had to buy a ticket to participate. Um, and y- you would walk around the circle they'd play music and then when it was stop they'd they'd call a number like three and who's ever standing on number three gets a cake 
and they like all everyone baked cakes for them and it, like there was so I was like oh I want to try to win a cake so I bought like ten tickets to play in this cakewalk uh-huh. so I go do the first one don't win no problem second one. I'm standing on it. I want a cake. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want a cake. So you get to go and pick whichever cake you want. So I picked a cake and I put it aside. <laughs> then I, I have like a bunch of these other tickets left. So I kept doing it. Next one. I won that one. I won two cakes in a row. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. So I go. So I, I have my tickets. I'm like, I'm going to do it again. So I do it again. I won again. I won three cakes in a row. So they're just like. What the heck is going on? It's random. They just pulled these numbers. Yeah. Fourth cake, I won. Uh-oh. And they finally asked if I could please stop playing. <laughs> so I got kicked out of my school's... I, I wouldn't say I got kicked out of the fair, but I got kicked out of the cakewalk competition because I won four cakes. You're taking all the cakes. <laughs> my mom and dad picked me up, and I'm balancing four cakes. I'm like, oh. And they're like, where'd you get those? I'm like, I did really well on the cakewalk. So we had cake for days at my house. What kind of cakes were they, oh, though? I, I, I don't remember specifically. I know there was a chocolate one. That was the first one I picked. I remember seeing that one. I was like, I gotta get that. And then I just started picking random cakes because I didn't know what to do. I didn't think I would win all of these cakes. It was so crazy. But they asked me to stop playing. I was actually very hurt by that. I was like, look, I paid good money to be a part of this competition just because I'm winning. It's luck. It's not like I'm doing something to cheat. You know? Yeah, I don't like how your school did this. I know. You won fair and square. It's sending a wrong message. Like, listen, you can win in life, but don't win too much because we're going to take it away from you. Yeah. It's like I the don't other like people, that. I remember the teacher who was running it specifically said, we need to give the other kids a chance to win one of these cakes. You can't win all the cakes. Yes, like, I can. Okay. <laughs> and I wanted to cry, but I had my four cakes, so I didn't care. So that's that's my story. Being wow. part of the cake and getting kicked out of the cake. No, is, is Cakewalk one of the games that they do in the Squid Game thing you're watching? No, I'm, I don't know. I haven't gotten that okay. far into the season, but maybe there is a Cakewalk. I'd hate to see what happens if you don't win on the Cakewalk. You're right. Ugh. So who wow, is telling okay. the truth and who is lying here? 702-364-9400. You can text us. You can uh, call us. You can comment on our Facebook. Jan says, well, Steph is deaf, not the liar. Why do you say that? Just because she was able to dance on cue with a total choreographed dance? Or was it something else? I mean, that was pretty impressive. I will. I'll to dance in front that. of Janet Jackson. Yeah. That should be on your resume. Did she do that? <laughs> but didn't get it. So I don't know about that. <laughs> well, you know, at least you say you could try. Uh, this one says, JC's got to be lying. I don't think that he did that before. Casey also says, JC is lying. Melissa says, I think it's Mercedes lying. About my four cakes? Oh, my gosh. I mean, who would lie about that? It's hmm? sad. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's do the big reveal. Truth teller number one. Tis I, JC, the traffic reporter. <laughs> the anticipation. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you remember uh, when I did that, Mercedes? It was Man, I was here in Vegas for like not even two weeks that I did it in the afternoon. I do remember that. I didn't know that you did the uh, the Washington, D.C. The DC thing. thing. Oh. But I, can, I could totally see that happening. D.C. was rough. Getting towns wrong. Reporting on accidents that aren't even there. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> like, it's time for you to step aside. They, it's, it's like we both got kicked out. You from traffic, me from winning. Yeah. Folks. <laughs> and me not going for Janet. <laughs> and by the way, my Vegas report weren't any better. I didn't hear them, honestly. Were, were they bad? I, I, I didn't know what I was doing. So I, I did them for us in the afternoon with Kevin Maxwell. I remember doing that. But yeah, it was just, it was rough. It was a rough couple of weeks doing traffic. That's why I bailed on it. All right. Truth teller number two. 
It's me. I got kicked out of the cake walk. <laughs> <laughs> I want too many cakes. There's she got no, no cakes for you. She no got more. the cakes. That's not fair. <laughs> it was really rude. I did want to cry, but I was happy with my four cakes. So that means stat. <laughs> you liar. I was totally lying the whole thing. How did you just make up that dance I routine or what? totally freestyling it. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The, so the one you. thing that made me think maybe you were making it up was this move is like that Doja Cat dance move. And I was like, I, I bet that that move was not around when Janet Jackson was doing feedback. But it still looked really good. Holy sleuthing, Mercedes. <laughs> you really smart. did you have did that, that twice. You did that twice in your routine. Yes, I did. Good job, Mercedes. I was totally fibbing. I was totally I don't know analyzing I was the moves. I'm like, do these look like current TikTok dance moves or are these like older moves? Nice. Nice observation. She did have the auditions on the online and she still did that LA audition. I just didn't go. I just never went. I never did any of that. <laughs> I don't even know if she did that song. <laughs> I really don't. That was good, Steph. That really was good. really Thank good. You. Uh, that was a great one today. So up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Okay, so what is going to be popular in terms of gifts for the holiday season? They may not be what you think. We'll tell you about that. Also, we're looking at the next round of baby names. Some of the interesting names that people are Googling now that they say they're going to be big names next year. And a guy says he was driving 103 miles per hour because of this. Is it a valid reason? We'll tell you coming up next in the Hot 3. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. It seems early to start talking about Christmas gifts, but we've been talking about it already for a couple of weeks now. Around 30% of Americans have already started shopping or will start next month. So maybe it's not so early. A new poll asked people what they're planning to buy their friends and family for the holidays this year and also what they're hoping to get. And it looks like experiences might be more popular than physical gifts this year. 54% of Americans plan to spend more on experiences than they do on stuff. And the number one thing we're planning to give people are gifts that create memories like tickets to concerts or sporting events. The top thing we want to get also falls into that category. Vacation related stuff is number one, including money for flights and hotel rooms. The top five things we're planning to give this year are experiences, electronics, clothes, vacations, and jewelry. Home decor, cosmetics, and fitness equipment also made the list. And the top things that we want to get has some overlap. The top five things we want to get are vacation-related things, clothing, experiences, jewelry, and home decor. Now, the poll also found 59% of people would rather go on a big trip this year than have a traditional family get-together at home. I've seen this on uh, people with their honeymoon. Some friends have gotten married in the past. They're going on, uh, they're, they're getting married, they got a honeymoon, and you ask, like, oh, is there a wedding registry? They don't have a registry set up because they, they have, like, have everything that they need, but they have, you can buy them experiences. Um, so they, you go, I remember going to a couple websites and be like, okay, you can get them horseback riding on the beach. You can get them parasailing. You can buy them a dinner at, at, during their honeymoon, snorkeling. I, I thought it was a cool thing because you're giving them the experience. Like, oh, today we're going to go horseback riding on the beach, and that's from JC and Laura. That's their gift to us. I thought that was a cool thing. That is a cool thing. You just have to be prepared. Like, what if you don't know until you get there? And you're like, oh, I didn't bring stuff to go horseback riding. Like, what the heck? Why did they give me some notice on that one? <laughs> I looked at the most extreme thing. Oh, okay. Uh, skydiving. Ding. How about you guys? Here's 100 bucks. I'd just rather you guys do what you want with that. Also, this morning, the Website Baby Center does a list every year about the most popular baby names. This year's top names were Olivia and Liam. But those lists are based on people who have already had babies. So this is more like a teaser for next year's list. Google Trends looked at the top baby names that we've been Googling over the past year. And Olivia is still number one. But Liam didn't even make the top 10 for boys. The top trending girl names are Olivia, Autumn, Everly. Is it Isla? Isla? How do you? Isla? I I see that name all the time, but I don't really know how to pronounce it. Isla? Isla, that works for me. Isla, that's really pretty. Naomi, Ariana, Amelia, Eliana, Mila, and Aria. Now, the top boys' names that we're currently Googling are Luca, Aiden, Kai, Caleb, Maverick, Levi, Jackson, spelled J A X O N, mm-hmm. Jackson again, but spelled J A X S O N. Then Logan and Hunter. Uh, you got to love that Jackson spelled the normal way did not make the list. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe there might be, I'm trying to think what the big shows are. Ted Lasso, when we see an increase in Ted's when it comes to baby names. What are the popular shows right now? Uh, yeah, Ted, uh, maybe Nate. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. Beard. Yeah. <laughs> Someone name their boy Beard, please. That'd be great. <laughs> Coach Beard. Um, finally, this morning, this guy might have been considered a hero if he 
wasn't putting other people's lives at risk. So it, at least if you believe his excuse. Last September, a 23-year-old man in Coralville, Iowa, named Saleh Ali Nazir was pulled over for speeding. And he was lying. The cops clocked him at 103 in a 65 mile per hour zone. He pled guilty and paid the $314 ticket last year. But then they also suspended his license and he's been fighting that ever since. He says he was driving so fast because it was an emergency and he was on his way to get sanitary pads for his wife. I mean, kind kind of an emergency, but don't know if it's worth the risk. Uh, his lawyer says the officer behaved in an insulting manner and treated him unfairly because of his ethnicity. He's asking for a judicial review, arguing that the authorities' actions are unreasonable, arbitrary, and capricious. Did he say what kind of car he was in? Uh, no, it does not say. Some cars hit 100 pretty easily. You don't realize you're going that fast. I think it all depends on the car. Before I judge this guy, what kind of car was he in? Because yeah, some of these things you look down like, whoa, how fast am I going? So it should be okay way. for some cars, but not for other cars? No, not at all. I, I just, I, <laughs> your Lamborghini, a, <laughs> you're good. Uh, Toyota, no. You're going, you know, you're in a Prius, you're doing 100, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel the Prius doing 100. You're in a, a muscle car, I think your car, Mercedes, too, you're hitting 100. It's not going to feel like 100. It's not going to feel like 100. Not justifying it, saying this is saying. I, just, I was just curious what kind of car he was. Driving. Yeah, I have no idea on that one. I, I, I think, though, I would feel a hundred. I really do. I when I get sometimes I'll be driving in the morning, no one on the roads. Uh-huh. I don't realize. I look down. I'm like, whoa! I'm going eighty. Okay, slow down. But I, I that's when I start to feel it. That's why I look down in the first place. I'm like, I feel like I'm going very fast. Let's check this out. Okay, that's a little too fast. A hundred? You don't think you would feel that in some cars? I think you would feel that you're going fast, but not at, not at hundred miles. Oh. Thinking maybe you're doing eighty five. Like, well, I'm cruising along eighty five and look down. Like, whoa, I'm at one hundred three. I need to really slow down. And then just to go back to the last story. Thank you to the person who just texted us. I S L A is pro- it's pronounced Isla. Isla, Isla, not Isla. I was thinking of that Madonna song. I was looking for that one. It was, uh, La Isla Bonita. Who's that girl, right? No, it's La Isla Bonita. Oh. Senorita Masfina. Oh, that's who's, who's that, that girl. girl. But you're, there's La Isla Bonita. Yes, that's right. Okay. It's Isla, though. So never mind. <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, we have a new host of The Bachelor, and Billie Eilish has a royal evening. Details coming up right around 7.15. The Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber, that's today. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. This is definitely one of the big stories of the day. It's possible the 13-year-long Britney Spears conservatorship could end today. There was a hearing scheduled to hear arguments on ending the conservatorship set for January 28th. But TMZ says that that was moved up to today. Britney will not be present for the hearing, but Jamie and Lynn Spears will be on Zoom. TMZ says that there are two likely scenarios. The first, the judge could order another mental evaluation because that's what triggered the conservatorship 13 years ago and maintained it for the years that followed. If they do that, that could take several months to complete. Another option, the judge could order a mediation where all the parties get together and come up with a plan on how to transition from uh, the conservatorship to Britney's complete freedom. I'm just thinking that you're saying Jamie Spears and Lynn Spears are going to be there and... 
And I'm not just now figuring this out, but I always think it's funny how they named their second daughter Jamie Lynn after Jamie and Lynn. So if if your parents named you after their first names, what would your name be? I'd be George Pam. I'd be Emilio Magda. <laughs> Steph, what would you be? Efren Sylvia. <laughs> oh, that's weird, Efren Sylvia. <laughs> I just don't know why. That always makes me chuckle when I hear that. I never put that together. Hey, with Jamie Lynn. What should we name our baby? I don't know. I'm Jamie. You're Lynn. How about Jamie Lynn? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I wonder if Jamie Lynn will be there. Hmm. Yeah. She's she's not happy about no. this whole thing either. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, Jesse Palmer is going to be the host of the next season of The Bachelor. He was a contestant in 2004. He works for ESPN, doing a lot of stuff with college football. But he is going to be the host of the next season of The Bachelor. Production is set to start at the end of September, with the season expected to air in January of 2022. The network has yet to name the star of the season, but that search has also concluded. They have the person. They just haven't announced it yet. The Bachelor is a contestant who is competing on the upcoming season of The Bachelorette, which premieres in October. Oh, they should make Chris Harrison be The Bachelor, since he's not the host anymore. I don't know if he's married or not. He's married. Oh, he is? Okay, never mind. TMZ had a thing of him and his wife out and about around town. Like, hey, how are you doing? He seems very happy. Zoolander. Okay, I I like reading about movie roles and who could have been cast for famous parts. I've not heard this one before, but Jake Gyllenhaal auditioned for Owen Wilson's role in Zoolander. Ah, Hans? Yeah, uh, yes. Is that Hans? Yeah. Is that his name, Hans? I don't know. I don't know I think it that. is. We all know the character we're talking about. We all know the character we're talking about. Owen Wilson's character. Hansel. Hansel. Yeah, Hansel. And then what would you think of this? So Will Ferrell, uh, Mugatu, was that his name? Yeah, Mugatu. Okay. Andy Dick was up for that role. Oh, gosh, no. Didn't get it and then went to Will. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I think that would be a bad one. Now, the reasons we have these this information coming out, Ben Stiller did an interview because Zoolander turned 20 yesterday. I loved that movie. I, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I used to know all the lines from that movie. That was a that, that one makes me laugh audibly. I love it. Did you see, because the story was talking about Ben Stiller, talking about the, the casting, and then just kind of pointed out that in the box office, it didn't do that great. But when it came out on back in 2001 on DVD, it just, it took off. That's people, when I saw it. I didn't see it in theaters. Yeah, not many people did. Kate Middleton and Prince William, they graced the red carpet for the world premiere of the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. This was last night. It was in, in London, London's Royal Albert Hall. Prince Charles and the uh, Duchess Camilla. Camilla? We're on hand. Wait. Uh, wh- oh, oh com- okay. How do you mind. say your name? Camilla? Uh, Camilla? Camilla, yeah. Camilla? Camilla. I'm thinking of Camilla Cabello. <laughs> it's Camilla Parker <laughs> She was not Bowles. there. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Charles's wife. She was there. Yeah. There were plenty of other stars in attendance, like James Bond himself. Daniel Craig was there. Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas, they were also there. And they performed, because if you forget, they, they're doing the theme to the new James Bond song, or the new James Bond movie. Um, no Time to Die, and here is some of that song, if you haven't heard it before. Billy and the theme to the new James Bond movie. No Time to Die comes out here on October 8th. So this is Billy Eilish's theme song. Let's go through some other James Bond theme songs. Um, tell me if you like them. They stand out. Duran Duran, A View to a Kill. cool one. We did a Zoom last week with Simon Laban, lead singer of Duran Duran. You can check it out on our website, Mix941.fm. 
How about this one from The Spy Who Loved Me? Carly Simon. Sometimes I wish someone Not my format, but it's still a nice song. Good words to it. I'm singing it to you, Mercedes. What? Me to sing this? No, I said I was singing it to you. Oh, okay. I was like, better. I don't know words. <laughs> Remember Adele with Skyfall? This is one of my favorite James Bond themes. I thought this one was so good. Now, according to Rolling Stone, this is the best James Bond theme song of all time. It's from Goldfinger. It's this one. That's like very classic James Bond. Was there an urban legend that the girl from that movie died because they painted her gold? They just used paint and they painted her for a scene to be all gold. I never heard that. And then she couldn't get it off and so she was like suffocated to death. It was like it was some weird urban movie urban legend that's definitely probably not true. But I remember okay, hearing it as yeah, a kid. Okay, yeah, I'm like, I hope that's not true because that's really bad if it is. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up one hour from right now, those tickets to Dua Lipa. We got them for you, 825. Mix 94.1, it is Mercedes in the morning, 732. So much talk about games this morning on the show. First of all, in What's Trending, we are talking about the number one show on Netflix called Squid Game. Who's watching the show? Uh, it's been out for less than two weeks, and it's already the number one show on Netflix. They're saying this is going to be the number one show for Netflix ever just at the the pace it's going and if you haven't heard about it it's um it, it's a k-drama it's it's a a hunger games kind of uh they're they're saying it's hunger games meets kill bill basically is what the show is all about and it's about people playing kid games and you know when you would play kid games and like the consequence was dying like oh you fell into the lava you died mm-hmm well, that's actually the stuff that happens in this show. And we, my daughter's been watching it for the past week. And I, I was like, what is this show? And then we started watching it and now we're addicted to it. So we were talking about that. And then we're also talking about this morning in, in uh, two truths and a lie. I mentioned how I got kicked out of a cakewalk competition. And a lot of people message like, oh my gosh, the same thing happened to me. People were are legit getting kicked out of cakewalks for winning the cakewalk. And if you don't know what that is, it's like at, at fairs, school fairs, where there's a bunch of cakes that moms bring in. They're all on display. And it's like musical chairs, but you stand on these numbers and the music plays. And when it stops, they call out a number. And if that's the number you're standing on, you get to pick out your cake. Well, I won like four times in a row. So they kicked me out of the competition because I was winning all the cakes. My parents were like, well, what do we need four cakes for? I'm like, I don't know. I just won them. What can I say? It sends a wrong message to those teachers that ever do, whoever did that to you, saying you, you can only win so much, and then we're going to cut you off. It was legit. You bought the uh, tickets to enter, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, it was fair and square. Luck was on your side that day. Lady Luck was with you. Let it roll out. Well, what were, what were some of the other kid games that you played? So, some of the games that... You remember from your childhood, whether it was like a carnival type of game or a fair game that you played. Maybe it was a field day game or just something that you played with your friends. What were some of the other big ones? 702 
364-9400. In the first episode of Squid Game, this isn't a big spoiler, but they just play the game Red Red Light, Green Light, if you remember that one. Red Light, you stop. Green Light, run as fast as you can. The goal is the first person to get to the to the end without moving oh, on the yeah. red light. That was uh, Red Light, Green Light. But you cannot move at all when they once they say Red Light. You have to stay frozen in your position. Otherwise... You're out. You're eliminated. You're dead in, You're this, eliminated. in, this, in this show. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. Oh, man. It's it's brutal. What, okay, what was the game? And they do this in, they just in Squid Games. I forget the name of it, but it was something. There was a wall, and someone would throw the tennis ball against the wall, and he had to run down and touch the wall and get back to the line in time. We called that butts up. Yes, yes. But, and I always thought we made that game up. And I said that once on the air, and people were like, No. Everybody played that. I, I thought we made that game up at my in my neighborhood. Oh no, we're doing it. We're, we're doing no it back idea. on the East Coast in Pennsylvania. But I met you. Get to run and touch the wall. If you didn't get back in time, you had to go up and face the wall. And someone took that tennis ball and threw it at you as hard as they could. I mean, they might hit you. They might miss you. But that was the penalty you had to pay. That was we, we used to play it against our garage door. My dad would yell at us because I was we were making uh-huh. marks on the garage door boom, with the boom. tennis ball, and he hated that. Um, what were some of the other Kid game. 702-364-9400 is our number. Uh, let's see here. My screen's not coming up, so let's go here. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. I'm Alexandra. Hey, Alexandra. What was the game that you used to play? It's like a spray water game. You have to spray water instead of crown head, and if you got to the top, then you'd get a toy. Like a stuffed animal. Oh, yeah. Uh, fair, I remember yeah. that. The very first time I came to Las Vegas as a kid, my parents brought us here, took us to Circus Circus, and they had that in the in the, in that little area where you played the yeah, game. Yeah, the fairgrounds there. That yeah. was the funnest game. Oh, my gosh. And then we would try to turn it and spray each other, but the, the things wouldn't turn enough. They learned. So back they, back they in the day, you can turn and shoot anybody walking by with water, but they learned. Shauna, what was the, the kid game that you remember? Red Rover, Red Rover. Oh, man. Do you remember that one? That was so violent. I didn't realize it at the time. I mean, you're basically clotheslining your friends, right? Yeah, you're trying to kill each other's arms. <laughs> because Red Rover, we'd stand there arm in arm, right, form, forming a chain, a human chain with our arms. Red Rover, Red Rover, send Mercedes over, and you have to run over, and you try to break through our train chain. And if you didn't break through it, you'd be on our team? You'd have to stay on the team. And if you did break through it, you got to take one person from that chain over to your chain. Okay, yes. <laughs> So violent. I mean, you were you'd see kids getting their arms dislocated. It's violent on both ends. Yeah, you're getting clothesline, and then also your arm. Did you ever play? We played a game. It was called TV tag, and I forget how. I just remember, like, if someone tagged you, you had to shout out a TV show's title. I forget the. It was almost like wasn't there a game of freeze. There's all sorts of uh, different kinds of tags. Freeze tag, uh, regular tag. TV tag, I believe, was uh, the way we played it. You you got tagged and you'd have to freeze. And the only way that you could get unfrozen is if you had stood with your legs like spread open and someone crawled under your legs and said the name of a TV show. Okay. Yeah, something that's like how that. we yes. played it. I don't know if that's right or not, but that was it. Which is probably easier to play now here in the year 2021 because there's more TV shows. Playing in the 80s, we're kind of limited. Okay, you only say Fantasy Island so many times. Squid Game! <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'd be safe. That's a, yeah, that was a fun one. They were also violent, though. I just think back to... They all involve like beating each other up or hurting people. Case in point, really quick, Fallon, what was what was another game? The other game was the same one that you're talking about about the uh, the cake. 
We played at my school uh, carnival and whatnot, but we did it with chairs for musical chairs. Musical so chairs. When you got the last chair, you got the cake. And remember how violent it would get? You would like push people off so you could get seated. Oh my God. <laughs> I I didn't get kicked out, but I won like almost every carnival. I was a big kid. <laughs> You're like, I am going to get that cake. If it's, I mean, think think about prizes. There was no prize better than a cake that someone's mom baked. You were like all in for that one. Or that goldfish you would win too. The only problem is the thing would be dead in two days. I always felt bad. Oh, I would never get the goldfish because I, I mean, I didn't have anywhere to put it. Like a glass. <laughs> Come on, mom. Look, I got a goldfish. What are we going to do with it? Oh, Where are we going to put so it? so sad. Hot three is up next what do you have for us okay even in a pandemic 79 percent of people say they have done this in the past year what was it also doing this with someone else actually makes your hearts scuff to one another we'll tell you what that is and almost all of us buy stuff on amazon but are you really getting the best deals we're going to tell you five ways that you can get the best deals and some of these i had never heard of before on amazon coming up next in the hot three hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. There she is, Olivia Rodrigo. That's good for you. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Yesterday was National Neighbor Day, and there was a report that said only 51% of people trust their neighbors. That's a bummer. But today... There's more uplifting news in a new survey. People were asked if they've done a favor for a neighbor over the past year. And 79% say they have, which is pretty good considering we've all been navigating a pandemic. In fact, 7% of people say they do more favors for their neighbors due to the pandemic. And 41% say the pandemic really hasn't changed anything. Only 4% of people say their neighbors are never helpful when needed. 66% have at least two neighbors they can rely on to 
water their plants or pick up their mail if they go out of town. On top of that, 29% of people hang out with their neighbors weekly, and 5% say they're more likely to get to know their neighbors now due to the pandemic. Oh, this is a different world for you. You were never a plant person, but you became one over the past year. And how many plants do you have in your house? I had four, but one died. Yeah. So I have three now. You have three. Yeah. So let's say uh, you guys leave town for a, a week. Who's going to come inside and water those plants? Oh, man. I, I would ask. I, my friend Dina, who lives in the neighborhood, I would ask her to come up and water them. Dina or, gets my, the call? Or, or my other friends that don't live in the neighborhood, but do uh, so many favors for us, Sean and Katie, they would they would do that in a second. You wouldn't trust to handing over to like uh, Dina, you said? Did she have any kids? Would you trust the kids to go over and do that? I would. Yeah, That's I would good. trust. She's got boys. I, I And they're, you know, they're solid. They would come in. They'd water. They wouldn't. They wouldn't snoop or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was always the. That was always the. Back in the you know, back when we were kids, most people didn't have cameras and stuff in their home or security cameras outside, so kids could get away with snooping if they wanted to. Well, when I was, uh, when my neighbor, when she was out of town, she asked if you know if I see any packages on the doorstep, if I could take them in the house, and and I had you know the the code to get in, and so I was like, yeah, no problem. So. I would go in and I'd leave the packages and, and we were on our walk one day and we were walking by. I'm like, oh, there's a package. I, I better take it inside. So I, me and my husband are there and we take it inside and, and he hadn't been in without, he's like, should I wait outside? I'm like, no, you can come in. I'm literally putting it in their, in their garage. Like you're fine. And he was just like, oh, and then she asked me to go check and make sure all the doors were locked because she had people working on the house. So I had to go in and check all her doors and all of that. That's a lot of I do feel nervous though. I'm like, I'm not going to snoop or anything, but I do feel nervous like being in there. It's like, oh gosh, I got to get in, got to get out. <laughs> you know, do you have any neighbors you do that for? Uh, yeah. Well, my neighbor Ryan next door, uh, we became friendly because of the pandemic. That's when we started to talk to each other more and he left town. He went back home for a while and when he was leaving town he just asked me to watch over the house and he we've been there for 10 years he never he's never asked me before but now that we know each other exchange phone numbers and stuff uh i mean he i was outside he's like hey we're going back home for a little bit can you watch the house i'm like yeah he didn't give me a key or tell me to go inside but just you know heads up keep, not an, eye yeah, on keep an eye out on things which is cool if you would have seen a package on his front doorstep would you what would you have done would you just leave it or would you take it home oh um it's weird. It's a weird setup. The way his his front porch is set up, you really can't see it. And the way I pull into my house, so I'd have to walk over and take a look at it. I don't think I'd grab it. You uh, you should you should grab yeah, it. Yeah, because I was gonna steal it. Just keep it in the garage, and then when he comes back, like, hey, this was dropped off. Didn't want to leave it on your doorstep. But here was uh, this was so this was a neighbor I was talking. Maybe I talked about this on the air. Uh, I saw him over the weekend, and he always puts up great big uh, Halloween display, Halloween decorations. And I asked him if he's doing it again this year, and he said yes. But the, he said he's like, yeah, we're gonna do it the next uh, next weekend. We're gonna have a few people over when we do it. And I thought he was gonna follow up with saying. If you want to come over, you can, but he didn't. Wait, what? He he said he was having a party? Or? Yeah, so I'm like, when are you going to put, put up your decorations? They go, oh, I said, I'm going to do it next weekend. I'm going to have a few people over. I'm going to put up decorations. But the way he said it, I thought he was going to pause and say, we're having a few people over. Pause if you want to join us. But I didn't get the invite. It was just like, we're going to have a few people over and put up the decorations. I thought it was leading to like an invite of like, we don't have a few people over. If you want to come over and join us. But I didn't get the invitation. It was just alerting me that there would be people there and he's putting up Halloween decorations. FYI, I, I, my friends are going to park in front of your house just so you know. <laughs> yeah, That's what he was yes. telling you. That was the warning. <laughs> don't get annoyed with the 10 cars in front of our house. Um, also this morning. So if you're driving right now with someone else in the car, listening to us may have made... Your hearts sync up. And I'm not joking. It's science. A new study found that our breathing and our heartbeats tend to synchronize during shared experiences, like someone telling you a story. So just listening to us talk right now 
might be doing it for you. It also happens with other shared activities like listening to music or just having a deep conversation, but it only happens if you're paying close attention. It's less likely to happen if one of you zones out or gets distracted by something like your phone. Oh, I was paying attention. Our hearts sync up. If you're listening to us right now in your car, our hearts are syncing up. So you and I have got to be in sync then. But do you ever see my husband gets so mad at me when he drives? Sometimes I'll just sit there on my phone and he'll be talking or whatever. And I'm just on my phone and he's like, hey, put your phone down. We should talk. I'm like, oh, yeah. And so I we don't sync up. We don't sync up. But then when I drive. And he's on his phone. I get mad. It's like it, it. It's it's a never ending thing. I'm like, why? Hey, I'm driving. You should talk to me and keep me alert. Alert. And he's like, huh? So do you do that too? My wife. So I'm driving. My wife will be on her phone, and it it doesn't bother me. She's got to do stuff or whatever. But yeah, if she's ever driving, and I grab my phone, she gets irritated with me. Like, what are you doing? Who are you texting? I'm like, I just got to do something real quick. Well, you know, let's talk or something. I'm like, well, I let you do it, but I can't do it. That's no, not fair. you cannot do it. That's the rule. Heart's not sticking <laughs> up right there in that situation. Finally, this morning, is it possible you don't really know how to use Amazon? The coupon site Simply Codes, they did an in-depth review of all the ways that you can save on Amazon. And here are a few tactics you may not know about. I was actually surprised at a couple of these. Number one, do you know about Amazon Warehouse? No. Okay, it's part of their site that sells used and open box items. Like when people return their stuff, that's usually where it ends up. So you can score some pretty good discounts on Amazon Warehouse. It's right on the side. I'm pulling it up now. Holy cow. Right. Didn't know about that. Pre-owned, used, open box products. Everything is on here, Mercedes. Amazon Outlet. Have you heard of that? No. That's a section that offers overstocked items. Most of the products are knockoffs or generic brands, but you can still find lots of good stuff on Amazon Outlet. This is great. I know. Okay. What number, else you got? Number three, today's deals and lightning deals. There's a whole today's deal page that shows you products with deep discounts. I've seen that one before. There's also a subsection called lightning deals, though, and that's even bigger markdowns that might only last an hour or two. So you got to keep your eye on the lightning deals. Okay. Then there's no rush shipping. I've seen this offered sometimes, but I'm always in a rush when I order off of Amazon. But sometimes if you opt for slower shipping, you can get some bonus perks. Just look for the no rush shipping when you check out sometimes they give you cash back if you're just waiting to wait a few extra if you're willing to wait a few extra days to get your stuff and the last one which i did not know about was the amazon treasure truck have you heard of this no so amazon picks a product usually a popular one and they sell it at a discount sometimes 30 to 40 percent off you can sign up for the text alerts to make sure you know each time they post a new one. That's the Amazon treasure truck. So I'm popping up. I'm on the treasure truck website now. Some of the items of the past 24 hours, there's like a baby uh, Yoda thing in there. Some games. This is cool stuff in here. I, I had no idea about this treasure truck. It says search less, discover more. And yeah, some of these things, like a lot of games that you could get at deep discount prices. There's an instant uh, instant pot on there. One of those Vitamix immersion blenders for some really good discounts. I had no idea. I have not been using Amazon properly. You've been wanting a robot vacuum? Get yourself a robot vacuum on there. there I, just, I see one right now. Well, do you know they have Amazon Live? It's like a home shopping network on Amazon. This chick is just in here chit-chatting about some vacuum cleaner, and you see people ordering it. A third of the price of an actual detail. 
you can do all this cleanup yourself. So I think the add-ons make this a really cool thing. It's like the Home Shopping Network, but Amazon. Oh, man. We've been doing this wrong yes. the whole time. Oh, darn it. <laughs> here in the 8 o'clock hour, we've got your tickets to Dua Lipa. Be here. 825. We're going to do Heads Up. When you win it, the tickets are yours. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. It is 8.02 Wednesday. And we were talking earlier this morning about how a lot of people for the holidays, they want experiences more than they want actual gifts. They want to take trips. They want to go places. They want to see things. And it sounds like you guys were trying to do that, but it's probably not going to happen now. Yeah, we've had this tradition of once a year going to Joshua Tree. We love it out there in Joshua Tree. We've stayed in a really cool place. And the last time we were there was uh, 2019. It was right after New Year's Day. We went out there for a couple days and just uh, just unwind in Joshua Tree. It's a blast. We didn't do it last year uh, or 2020 because the pandemic and the prices were like sky high, too, because people were escaping L.A. and I guess Vegas, too, to go to Joshua Tree where it's wide open and kind of just, you know, get away, but get away to safe distance. So the prices went through the roof. So this past July, when we're on vacation in Wyoming, we started talking about we should try to go to Joshua Tree over the holidays. And we looked up in Wyoming, and it was a very – for this house, it was a reasonable price. It was two ninety nine dollars a night, um, which is on the higher end for an Airbnb. But this thing is loaded with it's, – it's, it's, it's stunning. It's gorgeous. We're like, oh, that's, that's kind of – the prices have come back down. And we're looking at it like, yeah, we should book that. Of course, we're on vacation. Other things are going on. We, we didn't book it and forgot about it. So here we are yesterday talking about vacation coming up and the holidays. We're like, let's lock in that house for Joshua Tree. Be great. So jump on. Punch in the same dates. Prices have gone up. $7.99 a night to $12.99 a night. No trip to Joshua Tree for us. I, I don't know if this works for Airbnb, but I know it, it works for hotels and airlines sometimes when you do these searches it leaves these cookies on your on your computer so when you go back to check it sees that you already looked before so it knows you're already interested yeah and then it'll either it'll raise the prices they're never going to go lower so it's happened to me before where i looked at airline tickets on my phone and i got a price i looked a week later they went up and i'm like what the heck but then i look on my husband's phone and they're lower because he hasn't searched it before. So maybe, and I don't know if it works for Airbnb, but maybe you look from another computer and maybe they're not as high. I'm doing it right now. I pulled up the website. I'm going to check it out right now. I'm going to punch in some dates. i got to load it up here. But get that, that's a great point. Because I've, I've done that with the airline stuff a lot. I don't know if Airbnb is like that. But has uh, procrastination, procrastinating, has it ever burned you in the past? We have the opportunity to lock this thing in. For, for a reasonable price, for a couple of nights. Not now. Not at this rate. You kidding me? Yeah, that's a, sometimes you just, when you see the deals, you got to grab it. And it's better to just grab it and know that you can cancel it yeah. if you want that option. But I don't know. It's, it, it's yeah, that's a lot. I'm, I'm trying to think. There's got to be a, other ones that are cheaper, maybe? Uh, I'm sure. There, I just got to punch around. But this, this, this place is just, we've stayed there three times now. And it's just like, it's like a home away from home for us. And it's just a cool layout, another lay of the land, the, the view and stuff. I'm going to punch in some dates. And, and since you've stayed there before, you've had contact with the owner, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just reach out to them direct and not go through Airbnb? Yeah, maybe that's an option. Yeah, no. That's what I know a lot of people do, and they establish a relationship uh-huh. with the owner. So, because Airbnb takes a cut, and then if you go to them direct, they're like, "Hey, if you come to me direct, I'll give you this price." Um, I have some friends who did that with a cabin in Utah, and now they get it for half 
what Airbnb sells it because they still make more money doing it. It's um, I, I looked at the price. It's it's still it's actually going up. It's twelve fifty three a night. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're probably not going to get. Yeah. <laughs> um, getting some text here it says yes, you should always use a private browser to search for travel plans. Yeah, that or even just clearing your cookies. Don't mm. don't register with your with your account number when you do it do it as just a visitor or something like that but has procrastination ever done you in where you you thought "Ah, i'm just gonna wait a little while longer and that ended up backfiring (laughs) 702-364-9400 hey steph uh what did you someone called and said something yeah tracy wanted to say that she was also looking at airbnbs like during new year's eve and in la and stuff and she said that the reasons why maybe things might be getting higher is because people are doing more cleaning because due to covid Oh, mm. so, they're spending more on their own and they got to cover their costs. Yeah, maybe more cleaning products or maybe more, you know, man power. Well, you know, Fabuloso, it gets expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite cleaning product in the world. I would love Fabuloso. Why does that smell so good? The purple one. Oh, my gosh. That's the greatest stuff ever. I was going to send a bottle of that. Hey, we just use this to clean the place, and we're cool with it. I'll bring my Fabuloso. I'll clean it. <laughs> Spick and span. Nice and neat for you when we leave. I love that stuff. Drop the price by $1,000, and I'll come out and clean it myself. If they had a perfume that smelled like Fabuloso, I would probably buy it. That's how much I love that smell. Isn't that the lavender one? Yeah, it's. I. <sighs> but it doesn't smell like lavender to me. It just smells so clean and oh juicy i love it do you do you like the fabuloso have you used it before uh, my mom used it all the time oh. every time i came home from school it's like oh mom cleaned ah. i don't even know what the other scents are I, i've never even bothered it's just purple and purple only for me <laughs> check this out dua lipa in concert those tickets for you in just about 15 minutes here at 25 we'll be doing heads up and that's the prize when you win it tickets to see dua lipa the Kid Leroy, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and we have no commercials until 9.30. And your tickets to do a Lipa in less than five minutes. We need to get an update because I know, Steph, you took your dog, Momo, in to get neutered yesterday. And I saw your Instagram story, and I saw James, too, and he looked upset with you guys, not going to lie. He did. Ugh, I still feel a little guilty, but he did pretty good. The nurses said that he did awesome. He was one of the best behaved dogs Aww. there. Not many, not much crying. The only time that James knows that he cried was when he dropped him off, and then James was walking away while the nurse was taking him back. Because usually when we're at the vet, we stay the whole time. And J- James and I are always there. We're, we're kind of talking him through everything. But this time we weren't there, so he kind of knew. Uh, he did overall, like they said, best behave. But when he, we picked him up, so tired. He was barely moving. He got startled over, like, little things. Um, for example, his crate was open while we were at home, and he was just lying down on his bed. Um, and he... James accidentally bumped the crate and it makes that sound. And J- Momo jumped so high. Aww. It scared me because he's still fragile. He's still healing. And I made sure he wasn't, his wound was okay. His incision wasn't open or anything. But oh boy, that face. 
It's so sad. Oh, I saw it like his tongue was sticking out like, oh, like he was still kind of like. He was high. Oh. <laughs> he was high. He's so cute. You, are you giving him pain? Do they give you pain medication for the next day or two? Or? Yeah, we have a sedative and we have an anti-inflammatory medication that we're giving him. And he's taking that very well. He's not spitting it out or anything. But we do a trick where we do like his food powder we put over it. Um, he's eating good, too. I just, oh, man, those eyes look like he's a little upset with <laughs> Oh, do you think that animals hold a grudge? Do you think that they have you ever had a pet that held a grudge or got upset with you and like gave you the cold shoulder, at least temporarily? 702-364-9400. And what was the reason that they held a grudge? Because I remember when we had uh, Max and Molly, I remember Max got mad at me because we went out of town and we were gone for like a week and Max stayed with some friends of ours. And so I was so excited to go and see them. It was only when it was, no, Molly was there too. Cause I, yeah, I remember we went to pick him up, rang the doorbell and I heard her like, rawr, rawr, rawr. she's like all excited and opened the door. She's jumping on me like, Oh, I missed you. And it's that whole kissy kissy. Max is literally standing in the back in the kitchen, where which you can see from the front door, next to one of the people that live there, and he's just standing by their side, looking at me like, "Oh, it's you." And I was like, "Max, how's my baby?" And I was like, "Come here, come here." And he just stood there and he looked up at the person, and he looked back down, and he legit turned and went and got a drink of water. He did not come running to me. <laughs> I was devastated. I was in shock. And they're like, oh, he's probably just used to being with us for the week. So I go up, I pick him up, and he kind of, he, he keeps looking away like he won't give me kisses. And I'm just like, he is mad at me for leaving town. He It took him a couple days to warm back up to me. He was so mad. He was holding a grudge against oh, you. He was, was mad. Awful. Mom left town, but Molly was cool with everything. Oh, she Molly like, hey, was up, happy Mom? as can be. She's like, oh, I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> Max was like, mm. So, decided to come back, or did you? Did, have your dogs ever held a grudge? Yeah, I mean, Zoe gets grudgy with me a lot, and it has to do with when I change out her bedding. So she has a crate, too, that she sleeps in at night, and I don't, like every two weeks or so, I, I clean out the bedding, And but when I go in there, and they're just, they're just towels that we have designated for, for the dogs, but I, when I go to take them out... She comes flying in there. Her, she's all at four pounds. Arr! She she bites the towel to the point where I can lift up the towel. And she's holding it with her teeth. She does not want me to take that bedding out. So then I go upstairs to where the laundry room is. She follows me up, and she gets this stance of like, what are you doing? Don't make me do this. Yeah, you're taking my bedding? This is not fair. What am I going to do? And then I get clean bedding, and I go downstairs, but she, she doesn't like reward me for the clean bedding. She just gets angry, holds like a grudge, almost for like a couple of hours. She just gets mad at me for taking this stuff out. I'm like, kid, relax. I'm replacing it with new bedding. But she doesn't see that. She only sees me taking the stuff. That's, she, she's just like, why are you trying to mess up my my zen? Yeah, she, yeah, she has it her way. The blankets are pushed to a corner of the crate where she likes it. I come in there. I'm, I'm doing her a favor. She doesn't see that. Desiree, did your animal ever hold a grudge <laughs> against you? Yes, I brought home my new baby from the hospital, and he ignored me for two weeks. Just did he go near the baby at all? He um he sniffed the baby and he like would go to my husband, but the baby's 
moved up home so he could smell it before I came home with the baby because I was in the hospital for a couple days. And he ignored me. He almost, like, wouldn't even let me pet him. Because oh, I cried. Because you brought this dog. home. Oh my gosh, that's heartbreaking. You brought you brought this new human home. I will never forgive you. Oh, you poor thing. That's got to be heart wrenching. Uh, Christine, what happened to you? Christine, I, um, I have a dachshund that uh, I took her to the groomer. She's a long haired dachshund, and I um, got her home. She refused to look at me, wouldn't talk to me. She wouldn't sleep with me in the bed for like a week. She'd only sleep with my son. Normally she's like right by me, loving on me, <laughs> my little shadow. She was so mad at me. How dare you get me groomed? And, and it's like, it's like JC's like, you're just trying to do something good for them, but they take it so personally. Yes. Uh, this one that just came in and says, my dog uses his superpower against us. Poop. I once closed him out of our room so I could do sit-ups without him trying to eat my hair, so he pooped on my son's bed. Ransom, random incident? Nope. We left for a week on vacation. He stayed with my mom. When we, when we returned, he pooped in the house for a week straight. Uh, what if humans made their points that way? Mercedes, I'm mad at you. Left your present outside your studio door. Yeah, just be ready for that. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. We want caller 20, right? Look at that. Phones are going. Still some slots to get in here, though. We want caller 20. 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're going to play heads up. Incredible prize here. We have Dua Lipa tickets. Everyone is trying to win these, and she is coming to town. Her future nostalgia tour next year, March 25th. If you want to go, just be caller 20 right now you get to pick your category you get to pick your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you win caller 20 plays 702-364-9400 one republic someday it's mix 94.1 mercedes in the morning it's time for heads up with mercedes in the morning on mix 94.1 laura you're caller 20 you ready to play heads up Okay, we want to get you these Dua Lipa tickets. Pick a category. Do you want to go with I Love You a Latte, Old School Boombox, or Beat of the Music? Uh, I'll go with Beat of the Music. Beat of the Music. Okay, International Music Day is this Friday, and these are all things that are related to music. Who do you want to pick as your partner? JT. All right. All right, here we go, Laura. We got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're get those tickets to Dua Lipa. We start now. Billy Joel okay. plays this. Elton John plays this. Oh, pass. <laughs> well, let, let's do this for a second. Let's, let's tickle the ivories. It's, it's, there's, there's keys on it. You press down on the keys, white and black oh, keys. Oh, piano? Yes. Uh, you, okay. bang, you bang on these. Uh, drums. Yes. The, per- the lead person of a band usually is the what? They're the... Vocalist. Uh, another another word for vocalist. They are the lead singer. Yes, this classical instrument has uh, strings on it, and you use like a a stick to rub it to make noise. Violin. Yes. Okay. You read um, to sing a song. You're following the what? Uh, the words are called what? Lyric. Yes. I am speaking into a microphone. Yes. Yeah. 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 Woo. <laughs> Laura, oh God, I'm so you're amazing. Way to go. Oh, my God. I've been calling all week and last week. Oh, my God. I finally got him. I mean, think about this. This isn't until March of next year, but you're all set. Like, you don't even have to worry and stress oh. about getting tickets. You're going to go see Dua Lipa. Congratulations. Oh, 
Oh, we got tears. Don't, no crying. No tears. <laughs> Only happiness here, Laura. <laughs> hang oh. on. Hang on. We are going to get you all your the information you need to know. I love that. It makes me so happy to hear someone so excited to win. Yeah, it's a really cool thing. Uh, more Dua Lipa tickets tomorrow morning, 825. And then next hour, 940, we got for you an Apple HomePod Mini. Mix 94.1, it is Mercedes in the morning, 839. Hey, do you know who DJ Diesel is? Diesel, uh, Diesel, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Yes, that is that is Shaquille O'Neal. He is DJ Diesel, and just the other day he was crowd surfing. Did you see he jumped into the crowd? Oh my God! Crowd and Shaq jumps in at me. I might move. He's seven one. He's three hundred pounds. Like they, to their credit, they held held him up for a little while. But did they really? Yeah, for for a second, for a split second, and, and then, then they dropped him. Fell. But he was having the best time. He is a, what a nice guy. I was. Uh, able to interview Shaquille O'Neal yesterday for Las Vegas now. And and the full interview is going to be on channel eight at three o'clock on Friday. And he was just seriously the nicest guy ever. He was every, he was every bit as cool as I had hoped. So, and I was talking to him about that and DJ diesel and, and how he loves to DJ. And, and I was asking him, you know, how did you get your DJ name? How'd you come up with DJ diesel? And he's like, cause I take off my shirt. It's like diesel. I'm, you know, and I asked him, I said, can you, uh, can you give me a DJ name? And he's like, Oh yeah. And, and his voice his deep voice. He's like, Oh yeah. He's like, you're DJ double M. <laughs> and I was like, DJ double M. I like that. That is, I think that's a solid DJ name. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, it's initials. You don't, you don't think it's that good? I, I think you could do double better. Double M? I mean, I mean, I expected something different. You know, oh, he's, he's, he's DJ Diesel. Um, <laughs> you got double M. He's looking at your initials. Hey, you're DJ double M. It's but, really cool. It's, it's catchy. I mean, don't get me wrong. It sounds smooth, but I think you can get more creative. You need something better? Yeah. Give me well, your initials. Well, okay. So, what would your DJ name be? I I look at some some DJs like like Tiesto. Do you do you know Tiesto's real name? Uh, it's not Tiesto. No. <laughs> Tiesto. Uh, it's like T Tij Michael Verwest or something. You're googling. No cheating. No, no, no. no it's, oh, do you know March Marshmallows' real name? I don't. It's it's Christopher Comstock. <laughs> Marshmallow's better. I, I I mean I like his regular name as a regular guy, but yeah, Marshmallow is a great DJ name. I found a DJ name generator, um, and you can kind of you, you give it instructions on how you want to be known. So you can either turn up the spiciness, make it a hip hoppy name, have your name included in it, and have the, be- the parts of your name from a celebrity. Uh, so to make your DJ name generator. So let's see. I want mine to be spicy. I want it to be hip hoppy. I don't need the fame thing. I'm going to turn that off. And then I'll, I want to include my own name. Or should I have it be something else? Or should I? No, I'm not going to include my name. I want to see what, what it gives me. Okay. Here we go. I am DJ Nifty Heezy. That's better than Double M. I like that. It is? Nifty Heezy. DJ Nifty Heezy. Okay. All right. We're going to make one for you, too. DJ Nifty Heezy in the house. Now, uh, what do you do? You want spiciness, yes or no? Yeah, I want spice. Do you want hip hop? Sure. Okay. Do you want your name included? Yes. Okay. Let me put that in. Do you want fame? 
Sure, give it to me all. Oh, you're you're going to go for all of it. Yeah, I want all in. Do you want alliteration? Do you want to start with the same letter for each word? Oh, they use that option? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Here we go. DJ Jack J's GC Joplin Big. Oh, that's way too long. Let's take let's take the alliteration. Yeah, take off. some stuff out of that thing. DJ Definite Low JC Yaz. Can we take more stuff out? Okay, let's take off fame. And maybe take out the JC part. Take out my name. DJ Definite Low JC. Okay, we're taking that off. Okay, now you just got spiciness and hip hopness. Okay, let's generate. DJ Curvy Crackhead. Curvy Crackhead. Okay. So I'm Curvy Crackhead. What was yours again? Nifty Heezy. Curvy Crackhead and Nifty Heezy? Yeah. Um, hey, it's Curvy Crackhead here playing the hits. No, that's not what they do when you Oh, they yeah, DJ. they're club. That's right. Sorry. Hi, I'm here. I'm playing the hits, everyone. <laughs> Steph, DJ name. And if you want to know your DJ name, we'll tweet out and uh, post this this random DJ name generator. What do you do? You want spiciness, Steph? I want spiciness. Hip hop? Yes. Do you want your name included? Yes. Put Steph in there. Steph. Ooh. Okay. Do you want fame included? No fame. Do you want the same letter for each word? Yeah. Let's use some alliteration in there. Okay. Here we go. Generation. DJ Splendid Smile Steph. <laughs> Splendid Smile. <laughs> that oh, actually man. fits. You have a splendid smile. Splendid Smile Steph. Wow. Oh, my God. That's a lot of S's. That is. I, if well, I take the alliteration off, uh, <laughs> your DJ self-assured ghost F. Uh, no, that's a, I don't like. I like the alliteration. I, I don't think you should have your name on it, though. No. OK, let's take out the name and maybe take out the alliteration. Um, OK, alliteration is off to your DJ. Ooh, I don't know if this is a bad word. Hold on a second. Let me Google this word. I've never heard this word before, but it sounds like a, a bad word. Steph, you're not going to book many gigs if you have a curse word in your name. Well, unless I'm going to strip clubs. That's oh, true. <laughs> oh, no, it's not a bad word. It's a, okay. It's a, it's by definition, a heavy block of iron or steel. Okay, so Steph, you're DJ Clueless Bick. Oh. <laughs> Bick, B-I-C-K? B-I-C-K. DJ yeah. Clueless Bick. What if we, uh, you want to do an, a re-imaging of yourself? You, you, things aren't going well, this current DJ name, and your DJ name is the last thing you bought on Amazon. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's look at my orders here. Um, DJ Curvy Crackhead. There's just some scandal. I'm going to reinvent myself. So I need a whole new DJ name. What are you? Um, I would be DJ DJ Brown Belt. DJ Brown Belt? <laughs> I bought a new Brown Belt. It I... arrives tomorrow by 10 p.m. DJ Brown Belt. I am... DJ non-slip shirt clothes hangers. <laughs> <laughs> I'd book you for my gig, my club. Well, Velvet. So I would be DJ Velvet. I like that. DJ All right. Velvet. Okay. Steph? <laughs> okay. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm pronouncing this right. Um, how would I say this? Okay. I am DJ Comfy Recovery Collar. <laughs> Oh, for Momo? Yeah, for his neutering. <laughs> we got him a new one. Said it's always not using the plastic cone. Uh-huh. He's using the comfy cone. So I'm DJ Comfy Cone Collar. I just like just DJ Comfy Cone. Yeah, it's good. That's, That's smooth. smooth.
D- DJ Velvet, DJ Comfy Cone, and DJ Brown Belt. Brown Belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are not good. I still like Double M because Shaq gave it to That's me. That's true. <laughs> Shaq gives a name. It does stick. We've got the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about the most popular costumes for Halloween this year for, um, for kids, for adults, for pets. We've got that coming up. Also, one of the keys... To, one of the secrets to a key, or oh, I don't even know what I'm thinking here. DJ okay. Double M, get it together. What What are the secrets to a happy mar- marriage? We have one of the keys coming up in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. We have been talking a lot about Halloween. It is right around the corner, and the National Retail Federation has put out their annual Halloween survey. Dressing up is only the third most popular way we're going to celebrate this year. Handing out candy is first, followed by putting up decorations. But if you're planning to dress up, this might help you avoid wearing the same costume as someone else. They looked at this year's most popular costumes for kids, adults, and pets. And here's what they found. The the most popular costumes for adults this year. You've got your standard witch, your vampire, your ghost, a cat, a pirate, Batman, a zombie, Superman, the Joker, and then there's a tie between Spider-Man and Dracula, which isn't Dracula a vampire, I thought avengers characters also made the list on that one the most popular costumes for kids spider-man a princess batman other random superheroes a witch a ghost pumpkins superman a zombie and the avengers and for your pets the most popular pet costumes are pumpkins hot dogs superheroes a cat so you're dressing your pet as a cat like your dog as a cat or your cat as a cat that I don't understand. Yeah, cat shows up. What are you? I'm a cat. Nice costume. Bumblebee, a ghost, and a bat. Uh, a devil and pirate also ranked high on that. They also found households with kids will spend an average of $147 on Halloween this year. Households without kids will spend about half that, just under $74, and the overall average is 103 Steph, you were telling me the Olivia Rodrigo costume is going to be uh, popular this year, and how are they going to do that? I wonder if it will be, because I think she's super you know, big right now, so I would think like they would do the cover of the Sour album. Like They would get all those stickers. You could get them like on Etsy, and then you can just get like a pink tank top crop tank top and then i don't know if she's wearing a blue plaid skirt or blue plaid pants but i think that's pretty easy to put together i was thinking that people if they're going to dress up like her they would dress up in the good for you video the cheerleader costume yes the blue one right? yeah the blue one that one yeah would be cute. i think that's gonna be fairly big she was at some gala on sunday night Wow. Oh, you're talking about that black dress? Yeah. She was uh, some uh, some Academy Awards thing or something like that. Yeah, event or something. Yeah, she looks stunning. She was, She looked like an adult. Let's just say that. Yeah, let's remember their age. She's only 18, yeah. So <laughs> just say she looks stunning. That's all I can say. Also this morning, know one of the secrets to a happy marriage. It is keeping secrets. Studies show that opening about up about everything from past lovers to your real feelings about your in-laws 
often backfires in a relationship. They say we remember negative conversations five times more often than positive conversations. In one study, couples who kept quiet about potentially hurtful subjects stayed together far longer than those who shared everything. Do you share are you an open book with Matt or are there some things that you hold back? I hold back and I, th- I know he holds back too. Um, I mean, anything that the other needs to know, they know, mm-hmm. but... You know, it's no secret. I say this to you guys that me and his mom don't get along. But I know I don't say negative things about her to him because that's just the. And I actually I don't. I I try not to say negative things about her. Period. We just don't see eye to eye on on things. But I don't bring up negative things about her at all to him. That's his mom. She's a wonderful mom to him. A wonderful grandmother. I'm not going to I'm not going to badmouth her. I just if if she says something mean to me, I'm not telling him cuz that's just going to upset him. So I just keep my mouth shut. Um I know he has some so-so feelings about my brother. He knows if he says this, you know, stuff to me about that, it gets me upset. So he doesn't. So we just keep that thing off the table and we just don't say anything. It's a, it's a balance there. It keeps harmony in the relationship. I, yeah. think, I think that's a good thing. I think a lot of couples are the same way. There's certain things you just do to keep harmony and balance. Do you do you do the same thing? Yeah, there's there's certain issues that that have popped up where just kind of things you you take one stance to keep the balance and the harmony there's been situations that like one i just it happened to me once but i remember we first moved to town uh back to town for me and uh we're out and about and, and a girl that i was kind of hooking up with back in the day came up to me she's like hey jc i'm like hey how have you been and hug stuff and everything i'm like this is my girlfriend laura she's like oh nice to meet you and and we just had a quick little conversation and she laughed and my wife's like girlfriend at the time laura's like who's that I'm like, oh, you know, that was Rebecca. She's like, well, how do you know Rebecca? I'm like, oh, uh, Rebecca used to date Darren. Darren's a buddy of mine. She's like, oh, that's cool. I don't want to say like, oh, yeah, Rebecca and I used to hook up all the time. Oh, yeah. Why go down that road? Keep it. Yeah, because then she's going to have a lot of questions and, and it might hurt her, too. Then she might get all, you know crazy about not crazy but you know what i mean just like w- w- tell me what happened why were you guys hooking up why didn't you date stuff like that so yeah i get it and she knows full she knows it like how many ladies that i was with before her and we know our backstory i just want to be like yeah that's one that's one of them <laughs> oh my gosh how many were there jc for me oh there wasn't I'm that joking, many i'm joking <laughs> there wasn't that many. Uh, finally this morning we talked about this a couple days ago and uh, a lot of people are thinking this may be a good uh time to go sober for october are you ready to give up the alcohol for one month every year a lot of people make this commitment to give up alcohol for the month of october and health experts are saying it's actually a great idea there are they say more than 10 reasons but they listed out 10 reasons on why it's great to go sober for october some of those include uh, the fact that you get an energy kick. They say alcohol interrupts your normal sleep pattern. So waking up after a few hours or feeling exhausted the next day is really common. And taking a break from alcohol will enable you to get better quality of sleep. You're going to waste less time. Let's face it. If you have a hangover, you're wasting a lot of time just being lazy and yeah. lethargic. You're going to be more likely to stick to an exercise regime if you go sober for October. They say you're already reducing the calories that alcohol brings with it, and you can look forward to more effective training and better results. You'll be less likely to snack on bad food. Alcohol wreaks mm-hmm. havoc on your blood sugar levels, so... Staying off the booze will give you a much better chance of making healthier food choices. Uh, You'll look better with clearer skin. You'll throw the beer belly out with the beer. They say you'll have better relations. You'll stop snoring or at least get a bit quieter. On top of interrupting your normal sleep pattern, alcohol actually 
relaxes your throat muscles, which cause you to snore when you do get to sleep. So taking a break for a while could actually help you and your partner get a better night's sleep. And then also, uh, you'll you'll be less prone to mood swings, they say. While your first drink may make you feel better, booze is actually a depressant. And those dreaded hangover blues are caused by a direct effect of alcohol. So I get all mean and stuff. I know. There's something nice on the weekends, waking up sober, no hangover, not having a drink the night before, just waking up and, and just being able to go versus waking up with a, a little hang, a little hangover headache or something going on. Kind of changes the day for you. It, it really does. I, I find I get much better sleep. I wake up feeling refreshed. Mm-hmm. If I, even if I have just a couple of glasses of wine or something, the next morning I do feel groggy. I do feel, eh. so I, th- this past weekend I didn't have a drop of alcohol and I was like, wow, I feel so good this weekend. <laughs> I should do this more often. No. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it. Oh, man. Well, moderation is key, right? Indeed, yeah. Now, this hour, 940, we have for you the Apple HomePod Mini. It's happening at 940. It's Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the morning. Olivia Rodrigo, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Hey, how about the Las Vegas Aces last night with that big win over Phoenix? 96-90 to was the final. Game number two, playoffs tomorrow night, Thursday, 7 o'clock right here in Las Vegas. So happy for them. They were down. They came back and won. And that, this is just so exciting. I cannot believe like we have so many successful sports teams in this city. It is insane. And love seeing these ladies represent. They are Killing it. Crushing it. And then the Las Vegas Raiders, a bunch of the players were there last night supporting the ladies. It's great seeing the team support each other. So good stuff. Yeah, the second game tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. I saw this from Rotten Tomatoes. In your mind, what is the best horror movie of all time? And I want to see if you agree with the, the Rotten Tomatoes list. Rotten Tomatoes, they ranked the top 100 horror movies of all time. And this is based on critic reviews. So I'll start with number 10, kind of go through it to get down to number one and, and see if you agree with number one. And if, and also maybe your favorite horror movie. What would you add to this list? I'm just warning you right off the bat. I do not like scary movies at okay. all. So I probably haven't seen a lot of these, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try. This the number 10 came out in 2014. Did anybody see the Babadook? I've never even heard of that. What is that? Wasn't that about that big dog that ran around and was kind of crazy? A cartoon? Mar- that's Marmaduke. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't that Marmaduke? I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> Babadook. So, okay, that, that's number 10. Number nine, Bride of Frankenstein came out in 1935. I never saw that. I mean, I know this, the story about Frankenstein, like some scientist puts together a man and... That's pretty much all I know. Oh, and he's green. It's Bride of Frankenstein. Do they make? Oh, Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, that's the one with the hair. Mm. The girl with the hair. Okay. Still never saw it, but I, I know who you're talking about. And then Frankenstein is not the monster's name. Fra- Frankenstein is, that's the monster's name, right? Because it's Dr. Frankenstein that put them together. Yes, yes, yes. Num- so confusing. Yeah. Come on, Frankenstein. Get it together. The Invisible Man, number eight, that came out in 2020. I mean, how can you really see that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it. Never, never even knew it was a movie. Let's let's tweet a photo out this afternoon of you and I just standing there. It's us and the star of The Invisible Man, <laughs> right, right in between <laughs> us. Psycho, which came out in 1960. That's number seven. Now I know that movie. I know that. I know the shower scene, but I I realize I never actually sat down and watched that movie. I never have. Have you? Yeah, as a kid, I remember uh, someone in my house rented it uh, from the from the movie store when we were kids, and we were watch- we watched it as kids. Yeah, mm. well, it's uh, it's iconic, that's for sure. Yeah, King Kong, the 1933 version. Mm, no, never saw it. <laughs> no, it's about a big gorilla. 
No. I, f- I feel like I saw a different version. Was Jack Black in a version of it? Yeah, that was like the 2000 I one. I think yeah, I maybe yeah. saw that, part, or at least part of it. More recent one. Uh, Nosferatu came out in 1922. That's, that's Dracula, right? No, what's it called? Nosferatu? Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about that it's, one. That's, that, that's the vampire one. 1922 on that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't know that one. Let's bring it a little more current here. Number four, I know you saw this one, A Quiet Place. Came out in 2018. One of the uh, top five scariest movies of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Now, yes, I did see that, and I like that movie, but I just don't consider that a horror movie. I felt like that was more suspenseful and, yes, yeah, scary, but not like... I don't know. I, I didn't really put it in that category. I guess I'm thinking like slasher movies, stuff like that. Like but Halloween and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Quiet Place. Man, God help you if you got allergies. You're dead in that movie. Oh, no kidding. Or don't, you have gas. Don't sneeze. Don't do anything. <laughs> Number three is The Cabinet of Dr. Cal- uh, Caligari. Came out in 1919. Never heard of it. That's number three. These are so random, but they must be really good. I mean, think about all the horror movies that have come out in in this the past a hundred years, and all these older ones are the ones that are getting the best reviews. I wonder if because you know, back in nineteen nineteen, they didn't have CGs, CGI, whatever, and all that fancy stuff. It was just, I mean, there was true horrors. True, they had to get creative with the stuff they did. Yeah, they must have. Number two, Get Out from 2017. Oh, I did love that movie. That was a great, great movie. You see, number one is Us came out in 2019. Who was in that? Us is the the same people that did Get Out did Us, but I didn't see it. Okay, let me see here. Us movie. Um, Oh, yeah. Did I see this? Yes, I did see this. That was pretty good. It was a little weird, but it was pretty good. Like their alter egos, like their second people were super creepy. There was like this family and then there was this version of this family. Like they were the creepy McCreepersons and they were scary. Yes, that was good. What movie would you add to this list then? Best horror movie, best scary movie yeah. ever, 702-364-9400. I think um, the only reason I put it on here, I never saw the whole thing because it was so scary, is the Strangers movie. I just, I saw the beginning of it and I was like, I can't watch this. I'm too scared. I'm scared out of my mind. And so I've never seen the full thing, but I know it scared me enough to not watch it anymore. I'm right there with you. That's mine. Uh, that came out in 2008. I remember my wife and I were celebrating our one year anniversary. We're staying at the Venetian for a staycation. And that was on demand. So we're sitting there. We watched that movie. We slept with the lights on in our hotel room. That's yeah. how scared we were. And it was little scares in that, th- in that thing. Because one scene, she would put down like her cell phone. And she'd turn. And she'd turn back like her cell phone was gone. She'd like, where did I put my phone? Like, oh my gosh. Someone's in the house with you. Oh. Do you ever do that? Well, I'll do that where I'll put my cell phone down somewhere. And I'll swear I left it there. <laughs> and then it's not there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where is it? And I'm holding it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm talking on it. So that's Rotten Tomatoes. According to Rotten Tomatoes, the, the scariest, the number one horror movie of all time is Us, which came out in 2019. That is a good one. I do recommend it. I don't know if it's scary or any of the Saw movies, too. If it's got one word as the title, it's usually pretty scary. Us. Saw. Yeah. Halloween. Psycho. Psycho. So true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming up here at 940 with an Apple HomePod Mini. That's yours. And it's happening in just about 20 minutes. Hey. 
Lots of rumors online that Adele might be dropping a new album this week. Of course, if she does, we'll have it right here on Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the Mornings, what's trending on Mix 94.1? Squid Game is trending this morning. The number one show on Netflix right now is a South Korean thriller called Squid Game. If you haven't seen it or heard about it, Consider yourself warned. It's going to be all over the place. It already is. It's the first South Korean TV show to hit the top spot on Netflix, and its success highlights the growing influence of K-drama on the global entertainment stage. So what is it? Well, basically, it is a show about a Hunger Games-esque competition where contestants compete in very dangerous kids' games for the opportunity to win more than $40 million in prizes. The C, the co-CEO of Netflix said this week that Squid Game will definitely be their biggest non-English language show in the world. And the fact that it's been out for less than two weeks shows that there is a very good chance that it's going to be Netflix's biggest show ever. So I started watching it last night and I, I tapped out at the uh, horse betting scene, which is within like the first 10 minutes. You're telling me give give it at least the first 20 minutes before you think about leaving it. Just just try to make yourself watch the whole first episode. Right. I think once you watch the whole first episode, it starts out slow. And I was with you. I kind of tapped out at the beginning. I'm like, this is boring. Um, but then you stick with it. I will warn you, though, it's kind of gory. Um, it's pretty violent. And it's just like, you know, when... <laughs> They make something that's normal and they and they make it creepy like a kid's game playing a kid's game like red light, green light, normal kid's game. Fun. Ha ha ha. But then they make it creepy. And now you'll never look at that the same way after that. It just hearing the voice go red light, green light, red light. Green light. Now I'm I'm thoroughly creeped out by it. And so this is a Korean show. So this is Korean television. They show more violence than you. Is is this violence you would see on an ABC show or something? Well, it's a Netflix show. So it, oh, it's it, just made for Netflix. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's yeah. I don't think that you would see that on your regular <laughs> run of the mill. So it's it's really good. A lot of people are talking about it right now. Um, so I'd say give it an episode. If you don't like it, if, if it's not your cup of tea, you know that's that's one thing. But my husband was the same way. He's like, I don't want to watch this. And then after that episode, he's like, can we watch one more episode? I'm like, no, it's way too late. We have to go to bed. Also trending this morning is National Coffee Day. Today is National Coffee Day. And there are a lot of deals out there that you may want to check out from some of the major chains. Starbucks, they're celebrating their 50th anniversary. And if you bring in a clean, empty, reusable cup of up to 20 ounces, you're going to get a free cup of Pike Place Roast brewed coffee for free at participating locations. Over at Dunkin', you have to be a member of the DD Perks loyalty program, you'll get a free medium hot or iced coffee with any purchase. The offer is also good for new members who sign up on the Dunkin' app. And there are a bunch of other offers, uh, McDonald's, Panera, 7-Eleven, Krispy Kreme, and more. So check out your local coffee hotspot. And then finally this morning, Flamin' Hot is trending. So would you be interested in sauces that are inspired by snacks like Doritos or Cheetos? There's a rumor going around that Flamin' Hot Cheetos, Flamin' Hot Doritos and spicy nacho Doritos might get their own sauces. It's on all the food trend blogs right now. They're saying there's not much to go on other than images that have popped up online, but they're not sure where those images came from. They just say this is in the works right now. The response, though, right now has been insane. People are going crazy for the possibility of these hot sauces, and that is what's trending. In 10 minutes, we have your Apple HomePod Mini. 
Let's get back to more Mercedes in the morning. I like to listen in the morning and uh, while I'm driving to work. On Mix 94.1. Brandy. Hi. Hey, you're color 20. All right. Yay. Awesome. Congratulations. We have an Apple HomePod Mini, courtesy of Atlantic Records for you. You can listen to Mix 94.1, play all your favorite artists like Ed Sheeran. And now you're also qualified to be the grand prize winner of a three-pack of Apple HomePod Minis. Sweet. That'd be cool. Hold on one second, Brandy. We'll get your information, and maybe you'll be the grand prize winner. And if you want your Apple HomePod Mini, we have them all week at 940. But up next, Heather Collins has one for you in the 12 o'clock hour. Max, it's Kings and Queens on Mix 94.1. And that's it for us on a Wednesday. Join us tomorrow. We will be playing That Was Awkward in the 8 o'clock hour. Always a fun time with that. We'll have more Dua Lipa tickets also in the 8 o'clock hour tomorrow with Heads Up. Right around 825, Heather is on the way next. She'll have more Apple HomePod minis for you coming up in the noon hour. And right now it is time for the line of the day. Ever been kicked out of somewhere? Can anybody beat a school cakewalk? It's random. They just pulled these numbers. Yeah. Fourth cake, I won. Uh-oh. And they finally asked if I could please stop playing. <laughs> so I got kicked out of my school's cakewalk competition because I won four cakes. You're taking all the cakes. <laughs> my mom and dad picked me up, and I'm balancing four cakes. I'm like, oh. And they're like, where'd you get those? I'm like, I did really well at the cakewalk. So we had cake for days at my house. Well- I just remember everyone wanted to get Amy Klein's mom's cake because Amy Klein, her mom made the best cakes. And I grabbed that sucker right off the bat. (laughs) That was the chocolate one I grabbed. Mine. (laughs) I want Amy Klein's. What if you would have stayed in the competition and won all the cakes? They would have talked about you (laughs) been a legend. Oh, yeah. Back in uh, Mercedes Martinez, she walked away with all the cakes one year. There was literally no skill involved. It's not like I had a a better chance. It was all dumb luck. (laughs) So it's not my fault. My gosh. Still sticks with you to this day. That'll do it for Show number 1492 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.